Hey everybody, Max Kevin here's Little Cutie Podcast. It's not too long. Well, if you didn't watch UFC 241 last night, uh, you know, go watch it already, bro. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? This is the biggest card of the year. You didn't you didn't haven't watched it yet. What are you doing with your life? Anyway, last night I uh Yeah, I watched the UFC 241 with my boys. Actually not with my boys, just with my roommates, you know? Uh my roommate, he's like, he's like, you want to watch the fights? I'm like, yeah, okay. So we go, we start, I'm telling him, I'm like, oh yeah, I can stream it on this side. And he's like, yeah, I'll just buy it. You know, fucking big spender over here, dude. Buying pay-per-views, bro. Couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, I guess, if, you know, if you own a million dollar house and, uh, you know, all the roommates are paying the payments for you. So like, you know, he probably has money to spare, you know, must be nice, must be nice to not care about buying pay-per-views, you know, just be like, ah, oh, no problem, just, char- I'll just charge it, so anyway, it was, uh, it was great, man, instead of, instead of watching, uh, you know, the stream with, you know, fucking 720p, I was watching, I don't know, I was four. I don't know if it was 4k or not, but it looked, it looked real good, man, it looked crisp, it looked clear, I felt like I could, I could reach out and, and touch all the bodies of the the hot, sweaty bodies of the fighters. I could probably just reach out and touch them, maybe lick them a little, you know? Oh, it was awesome. It was great. I love, man, I, once you have that pay-per-view resolution, you never want to go back, you know what I mean? Oh, man, it was awesome. So anyway, uh, you know, we're watching the fights, watching the fights, and uh, it gets to Romero Costa. And my roommate's like, oh, my God, Romero is such a, that guy's, look at his body. He's, he's huge, man. He's a killer. And I was like, and he didn't know about Costa. I was like, yeah, but look at the guy he's fighting. <laughs> the guy he's fighting is just as big. And then, yeah. Then they, you know, that was a good fight. Oh, that was, uh... I felt like that. I felt like every round of that fight could have been scored either way, you know? It could have been... You could have given every round to either, either fighter, you know? Either fighter. I think, I think Romero did more damage. But, uh... You know, they, they gave the fight to Costa, which... Kind of makes sense, cause like you know, what are they gonna do with Romero if he wins? Give him another title shot? I don't think I don't think Bobby Knuckles wants to fight him a third time, you know. And Costa's on the he's the new, he's the new he's the new hype, the new kid. So, so of course they're gonna give it to him, even though his face was much more messed up, you know. I think it's the jabs, you know, that like the uh, the judges or whatever they don't really score the jabs or understand. How much damage jabs do? Like, like some jabs don't hurt at all, but then, you know, some jabs, there's a lot of power behind them, and they kind of look the same on the screen, you know? When you're watching, it's hard to tell how much damage the jab actually did, which is, is, is another point we'll get to when we talk about Stipe and, and DC, but, um, yeah, Romero, Romero was jabbing him a lot, and uh, you could tell because Costa's face was all fucked up, you know, at the end of the fight there. And, uh, you know what else I noticed about Costa is, like, uh, man, he was so sweaty and all his hair was sweaty, too. And he's bald. Costa's a bald man. Like, you can't tell when he's just, it looks like he's got, like, a, like, you know, those, those Brazilian curls. Those beautiful, those beautiful Brazilian curls, you know. But, uh, turns out when he gets all sweaty, it turns out he's bald. He's got a huge bald spot. And, like, right in the front there, it kind of looks like he got hair plugs. Yeah, because all of his hair, all his hair was all wet, you know, because he was sweating so much. 
It's like, oh, Mr. Perfect, Mr. Beautiful, you're actually bald just like me. Welcome to the club. Get some Propecia, bro. Get some Rogaine, dude. It's a steroid. You know, maybe if you tell him, if you tell him uh, Rogaine is a steroid, he'll probably take it. Yeah, those two guys, you know, I thought they were going to knock each other out, but they're on so many goddamn steroids that it's like, even though they got the power, they can just take so many hits. Never get knocked out. They're on them billy goat steroids, dude. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, that fight, that fight would have been better if it went five rounds. I, I, I could watch that fight, like, every week, man. They should just have them fight every week. I think that's what everyone wants to see, you know. Anyway, then, of course, we got to, uh, Nate Diaz, Anthony Pettis, and, uh, you know, I predicted uh, Pettis would win because he's a somewhat better martial artist, but, uh, you know, he just didn't have the gas tank. You know, like I said yesterday, uh, Nate Diaz, he just kind of, uh, he just kind of waits till you, you get tired from punching him. And that's kind of what, it, what he did here, you know, he just, uh, he just out-punched him, out-dirty-boxed him. Doing that dirty boxing. Yeah, that was a good fight, too. That's good. See, it was good to see their jujitsu. You know, they're all rolling around trying to get little, little cutie arm bars. You know what else too is like you, you look at Nate Diaz. He's one seventy. You know, that's that's what a one seventy fighter looks like. You know, now, now compare him to Usman or uh, Colby Covington, who are basically the same weight, but they look like they're twice his size. You know, it's like well, that's uh, that's what steroids do. You know, that's why I like Nate Diaz. He doesn't do any steroids, and you can tell. You just look at his body. Like, yep, that's what a one seventy pounder looks like. You know. Even though he basically he basically looks like the same as like the one forty five pounder guys, but but he fights at one seventy, you know. But man, I don't see I don't see Nate ever fighting for the belt at one seventy. It's like there's no, he can't compete he can't compete with guys like Usman and Woodley and Colby Covington that are just on the juice. They're on the juice, you know. The only juice Nate takes is the fucking CBD juice, bro. Get fucking back. Uh, yeah, and then we got to the uh, to the final fight of the night. To the final fight of the night, DC versus uh, Stipe, which I'm just going to go ahead and say right now is the uh, greatest heavyweight fight of all time. Uh, this second one, of course, there are there are great there are great contenders, you know, but usually they only lasted one round. Like they had one round wars, but this this fight was a four round war, man. Uh, it was great. It was awesome, you know, and uh, you know, it looked, it looked like Stipe was losing the whole time, first three rounds. You know, I don't understand why DC didn't do more wrestling, you know. I think he is the better wrestler, and... I don't know, Stipe is a good wrestler, too, but, uh... I felt like, uh, DC was trying to outbox him. And that's kind of, that's kind of, uh... And he was, he was doing it. Those first three rounds, he was outboxing him, but, uh... You know, then, I don't know what happened in the fourth round. He just got tired. And, uh... You know, Stipe just started... Putting those left hook body shots, dude. He just punched his left... I rewatched the... The uh, the highlights there, the replay or whatever. Stipe punched him in the liver twelve times in that fourth round, and that that finally that twelfth punch, you know, that twelfth punch. DC's like, oh god, my liver. I'm gonna I'm gonna need that even if I don't fight anymore. I probably need my liver. He's like, oh god, you know. And that's what uh, that's what did him in that liver shot. But uh, yeah, back to like jabs and stuff is like. And the, at the end of the second round, DC said to his corner, am I losing, right? But he, he clearly wasn't. So it makes uh, it makes you wonder about those jabs. 
like if he got a concussion from one of those jabs, you know, even though it, even though on screen it doesn't really look like it, it doesn't really look like much, but you know, it might have it might have messed him up a lot. So even though it kind of looked like Stipe was uh, losing all three rounds, he might have been actually winning, you know, because um, you know DC could have been he could have been out of it. He could, he put he could have been concussed, and you never know from these from these heavyweight guys. It's like you never know how much damage they're actually doing. It's like whenever you fight, whenever you see like Ganu fight, you know sometimes it, it kind of looks like his his fist just kind of like nicked the guy's head and it knocks him out. Like when he fought Curtis Blades, it just kind of it didn't even really look like he punched him, but he knocked him out. You know, and you never you never know with these huge guys. It's just like it's just like oh, it just looks like I'm touching you, but kagoosh, you got a concussion, bro. You know, so I think that's my what happened to um, to DC there. Kind of looked like it looked like he was winning, but he had actually might have taken more damage. From uh, Stipe's jabs. Who knows? But yeah, it doesn't look like... I, I bet DC's going to retire. I don't think he's going to fight John Jones at heavyweight. Probably not, but... I don't know. John Jones might come up... Fight fight Stipe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. He can't use his picograms, you know? I think the only reason... John Jones was going to come up was to fight DC, but no. Now DC's retiring, you know? I don't know what we're going to get. Probably Ngannou is going to want to fight Stipe again. Uh, yeah. I guess that's all. Oh, man. Oh, man. I've just remembered. Oh, it's so funny. So, like, so like in the... Right when the Nate Diaz st- fight starts, my, my roommate's friends come over. And it's like these two drunk chicks. And they're boyfriends, right? And they're just like... You know, I'm trying to watch the fight, and they're just, like, drunk talking, you know, because they're girls, and they don't really care about uh, the fights or whatever. And I'm, I'm getting slightly annoyed, you know, because I want to watch the fights, and, like, th- they don't even realize how big these fights are, you know? Fucking Nate Diaz coming back. And the girls is like, oh, my God, who is that? It's like, oh, it's Nate Diaz. He's probably, you know, one of the fa- one of the most famous MMA fighters. And she's like, oh, he looks really... He looks really skinny. He doesn't look like a fighter. I was like, I was like, yep. Maybe just you not talk so much while I'm trying to watch this. You know, <laughs> it was great. And then, so they didn't really know anything about the fighters, right? And so, like, after Stipe wins, after Stipe wins, he he goes to interview him. Joe Rogan's like, Stipe, how do you feel? And Stipe's like, you can't understand anything he's saying. You know, <laughs> oh man, Stipe. His voice, you know, it keeps going like that. And, she, and one of the girls is like, oh, what's wrong with his voice? And I'm like, oh, it's that Slavic accent he's got, you know, his name's Miocic. And she's like, oh, really? Oh, he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, man, I just started, I, I started laughing so hard. Just, I mean, just from the duel, just from Stipe making no sense at all. And then me convincing this girl that his Cleveland accent is actually from, you know, from the former Soviet Union. Oh, it's great. Oh, it was great. It was a great night. Uh, anyway, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Uh, today I'm working on my uh, one of my one of my translators finally finished the Italian translation of one of my books. So I'm just uh, going through that, going to the uh, kind of publish that one. Take over the Italian market. What's up, bitches? What's up? Why do you say bitches in uh, Italian? What's up? I want to say putas, but that's Spanish. But uh, it's probably Italian too. You know, they have a lot of cognates. They have a lot of a lot of shared words, right? Like, um, you know, p 
pizza. Uh, let's see, what do they say? What do they say? I remember my Italian room, roommate, what I would say, Cazzo fanculo. I think that means like, fuck you, or something like that. Uh, let's see, in Spanish it's mamacitas. Mamacitas. I don't know. Maybe I should just Google it real quick. Hey, everybody. Let's Google it for the end of the... Let's Google it for the end of the podcast here. Translate.google.com Bitches. Don't say bad words, kids. Bitches in Italian. Cagna? Putana? What's up, putanas? I guess that's what you say. Let's let's type the full phrase, shall we? What's... What's... What's up, bitches? What's up, bitches? Okay, here we go. Come vacagna. That's how you say it in Italian. Everybody, I got my book translated into Italian. Come vacagna. Thanks for listening, Mabel. See you tomorrow.